Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Late Night Radio on the SHR Media Network. Caution, there will be mature themes explored and potentially adult language used. If conservatarian words, phrases, certain concepts, or rhetoric offends you, tune out now. gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages thanks for being here tonight i greatly appreciate it this is my second night back we're going to talk about a few things because everything has changed and with this change you gotta ask yourself you know maybe what are the rules of the road what are they okay let's just do the intro shall we welcome 
to BC's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show, where I'm broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California. Always spell it with a K, a mere two miles east of the locus of evil on the entire left coast. The Bill Mill, the belly of the beast, the Capitol building in downtown Sacramento at 10th and L Street Square. Late at night, you can hear the death of common sense and its concomitant wail as it wafts from that petrifying edifice. And late at night, when I exit the plush, resplendent, sumptuous, palatial, and defulgently bulbous SHR Media's network studios, I'll be smelling the odiferous stench of sulfur, brimstone, and evil emanating from that mentally destitute column structure aforementioned back hair Bernadette. Is your bartenderess tonight, but maybe not for long? She pours for the best of them the lava lamp. Whoa, where is it? There we go. Now you can see the lava lamp. It's to my left. No, 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 no. My right, your left. That's it. And that means that you can listen to the show at shrmedia.com. It's live right now on the SHR Media Facebook page and also on the SHR Media YouTube channel. I got to tell you this. We don't water our drinks just like we don't water our conversation, politics, religion, crime, culture, economics, race, sex, science, law. We talk about it all right here at the saloon. Nothing is sacred. The speech is free, but the booze is not. All we ask is that you flush the damn toilet. Well, actually, it's up to me to flush the damn toilet now. I got my first notice from the city of Sacramento. Dude, BZ, close it down. So you know what's going to happen to keep the show open? I'm going to have to start serving out the back. Because I want to keep back here Bernadette employed. And I'm going to do the best that I can to make sure that I do, in fact, keep her employed. I got a lot of different places that I want to go tonight. I do not have a guest. I'm going to open up the phone lines uh, in just a moment. And throughout all of this, um, I hope that you decide that you you can give me a call. Uh, let me do this so that you can... There we go. Now, at the bottom, if you happen to be watching on Facebook or watching on YouTube, you can see that the phone number is there in the Chiron down at the bottom, or the Chiron. I'm always cheering on. It's 575-208-4481. 575 and you can call in basically any time tonight, now, later, it doesn't matter. Uh, if I'm in the middle of a lengthy story or something like that, I may uh, hang on a little bit before I interrupt the story, especially if I'm trying to make a particularly demented point. But don't worry, if I see the call, I'll make sure that I get, uh, I'll get you taken care of and get you on. The number, uh, 575-208-4481, I got that in kind of a strange fashion. And when I had the chance of getting numbers, I decided that I was going to go with the area code 575. Because where where is 575? I could have chosen any area code. I chose 575 because it's in Roswell, New Mexico. I figured that was kind of in the middle of the United States. So if you call 575, you're calling Roswell. Okay, enough of that. Anyway, thanks for being here tonight. I greatly appreciate it. Something unique happened Tuesday night. And I do want to mention that. The other thing that I'm going to get into is the rules now. There are rules for dealing with life 
under Wuhan 19. Get to that moment. Tuesday night, I came back. This was my first night back. Tuesday night, earlier this week. I'd been gone for a month and a half. Quite some time. And as I indicated, one of the reasons that I didn't come back to the studio is because the owner, one of the owners of SHR Media, this is a residence and a studio, had contracted COVID-19. And I had to wait until he gets he got better. Well, he got better. It's It was great. That is a success story. He said essentially it was like a flu. It wasn't the worst flu he's had by a long shot. But, of course, things are very tenuous because you don't know where this is going. But everything is said and done, hindsight being twenty twenty, he said it was like having the flu. Okay. Also makes you wonder, though, doesn't it? If you've had a flu before, was it this? And when did you get it? Those are questions for another day. And boy, do I have a lot of questions. <clears throat> but I am here, despite the fact that my wife was thinking, you know, going back to, into the uh, studio after somebody who just got over this stuff might not be the smartest idea in the world. However, I should point out, please, that I am not, nor have I ever been credited with being the smartest guy in the world. And so here I am. <clears throat> But during these these tenuous times, wouldn't you suggest that, you know, people are looking for rules of the road? What do we do? What are the rules now? And, and doesn't it seem to you like, I don't know, maybe the rules are changing a little bit? Well, I think I've, I've, I've sussed out some rules. And some of them will be like this. Okay. Basically, you can't leave the house for any reason, but if you have to, then you can Another rule is masks are useless. Remember, we've been told that, but maybe you have to wear one. It can save you. It's useless, but maybe it is mandatory as well, okay? The third point is stores are closed, okay? Get used to that, except for the ones that are open. You should not go to hospitals unless you have to go there. And the same applies to doctors, damn it. You should only go there in case of emergency, provided you know, you're not too sick. Uh, this virus is very deadly, but it's not that scary if you think about it, except that sometimes it actually leads to a, a global disaster. Thanks, China. Uh, gloves won't help except when they do. Uh, everyone needs to stay home. But remember, it's important to go out. There is absolutely I, I don't know what your uh, your experience is, but, you know, there's no shortage of groceries right there in the supermarket. But there are some things that are missing when you go there in the evening and not in the morning. Sometimes. OK, see how I'm nailing this down for you? The uh, virus has no effect on children. Remember that, except those that. It actually affects animals are certainly not affected, but there is still a cat that tested positive in Belgium in February when no one had been tested and a few tigers here and there. I think a couple in Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken, at a zoo. You're going to have a whole bunch of symptoms when you get sick, but that's if you get sick. And you can also get sick without symptoms, having symptoms without being sick, or you can be contagious without having symptoms. So remember that. Mark that down today. You heard it here. Now, in order not to get sick, you got to eat well. You got to exercise. I'm your example right here. But eat whatever you got on hand, and it's better not to go out. Okay, just remember that, except if you really need to go out. It's best to get some fresh air, as much fresh air as you can get. But, 
you get looked at real wrong when you get some air and when you go outside. Most importantly, don't go into the damn parks or on a walk. And don't sit down, except that you can do that now if you're old like me, but not for too long if you're pregnant, but you're not too old. See, this is making perfect sense now. I'm sure you're getting it. Uh, you can't go into retirement homes, but you have to take care of the elderly and bring food and medication. And if you're sick, you better not go out, but you can go to the pharmacy. Because, come on, where are you going to get your meds? Jeez, that's a pretty obvious rule. You can get restaurant food delivered to your house, which may have been prepared by people who didn't wear masks and they're not wearing gloves, but you have to have your groceries decontaminated outside for three hours. That's important. Wait a minute. What about the pizza? <clears throat> Every disturbing article or disturbing interview, have you noticed it starts with, look, I don't want to trigger panic, but there's that word. You can't go to see your older mother or your grandmother or your grandfather, but you can take a taxi and you can meet an old older uh, taxi driver or an Uber driver or a Lyft driver driver for all that. Uh, you can walk around with a friend, but you can't do it with your family if they don't live under the same roof. Uh -huh. You're safe if you maintain the appropriate social distance, but you can't go out with friends or strangers at the safe social distance. The virus, this is important also, the virus remains active on different surfaces for at least two hours. <clears throat> no, no. Uh, four, yeah, four hours. Four, uh, no, six hours. Um, no, hours. They didn't say hours, did they? Didn't they? I think they said days. Okay, but it takes a damp environment, it, uh, except not necessarily. Okay, see how this is all starting to make sense to you? It's clear to me. The virus stays in the air. Okay, it's aerosolized, except there are people that are saying, no, it's not aerosolized. Uh, maybe, okay, if you're in a closed room in one hour, a sick person can infect 10 people, maybe. Or so if it falls, if as you're speaking, you know, the virus falls eventually to the ground because gravity, um, all our children were already infected in school before it was closed. But remember, if you stay at the recommended social distance, however, in certain circumstances, you should maintain a greater distance because studies show the virus can travel further. Maybe um, we count the number of deaths. We don't know how many people are infected. We've only tested so many so far of those who were almost dead to find out that that's what they did die of. Some weren't tested at all. That's a story for another day. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. And we have no treatment except that there may be one that apparently is not dangerous unless you take too much of it or you go to a, an aquarium shop and, and drink the stuff that has hydroxychloroquine, which treats ichthyopterias, which is a, a fish disease. So stay out of the aquarium shops. Maybe that's it. Okay. We, we, by the way, that's the case with all medications. Okay. This, folks, if you'd listen to something, this is really important. You all got to stay locked up until the virus just disappears. But it's only going to disappear if we achieve collective immunity that phrase remember that collective immunity so when it circulates 
unfortunately, some people are going to go to the hospital and die. And we must remain locked up until there are no more cases, except by that time, what will happen is we'll all be speaking Chinese because they swooped in and purchased all the businesses that went bankrupt because America's Americans were busy staying home and they were consuming case after case of, I don't know, Valium, Xanax, vodka, uh, Oxycontin and Snickers bars. OK, so that's very important. I hope right off the bat I made the rules, today's rules for dealing with Wuhan 19 very clear. So, you know, we need rules in order to stay in our lane. I'm going to go talk in a moment about um, Dr. Fauci, because as I indicated on Tuesday night, very little of this, if any, passes my smell test. And just as it seems when we think we know something, we don't know something. Um, Let's see, I've got a call already. That's great. Uh, For those folks who are interested in calling, it's, as I indicated at the beginning of the show, it's 575, which is Roswell, New Mexico. I'm pretty proud of that. 208-4481. When I get through with this, I'm going to go into... A, I'm going to address a, what many people would submit as a conspiracy theory about this. There are any number of podcasts that have addressed this. You've probably heard of the term that I'm going to use when we talk about it, a drug. And then we're, I'm going to explain this to you. I'm going to have... A sports figure attempt to explain this to you. And then I'm going to attempt to wrap it all up, provide this to you, and then it's up to you to decide whether you think this is rampant crap or whether there's there's something to it. Because this is spreading, like Wuhan 19, to the point where people are saying this is the only reason that this is occurring. I find this, the, the extreme portion of this theory, I find it tough to take. But I'm going to present the theory to you. You decide, but I'm going to have what is allegedly a sane person, you're going to hear him, speaking about this theory. And then again, once I get through, you'll decide. If you have any comments or questions, you can call again. Um, and, and we can discuss it if you wish, but I, I'm going to attempt to tie up a few loose ends and give you the full theory behind this. And if at this point, it sounds like, God, you're not making any sense, BZ. Until you hear the audio cut that I have, which is about eh, 10 minutes or so, you're not going to understand exactly what it's about. So I, I get that you're a little confused right now after hearing this sports figure talk about it. You may say something similar to, okay, I've heard a little bit about this. How does it all dovetail together? We'll talk about that. In the meantime, I've got somebody on the telephone, and uh, who is this, and what do you have to say, ma'am or sir? This is Mike. Ah, Mike. Okay. Now, 
I happen to know Mike. Mike has called before. Mike is from Louisiana, and I knew that sooner or later Mike is going to call. For the people that have never seen or heard the show before, and I got a ton of new people on Tuesday night, hundreds of new people on Tuesday night, and I hope the hundreds are coming back. Always want you, always want to, to have you join the show. It's great to see you here. But I'm really curious. I, I knew sooner or later Mike was going to call. On Tuesday night, I talked to Jack Alexander in Australia. He told me how things are going in Australia. I talked to Jeff Dunnitz in the Northeast of the United States, specifically the state of New York. He weighed in on that. Mike from Louisiana, what's been happening in Louisiana and what have you observed with what's going on now with Wuhan 19? Well, one, I, I, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. And we know, we know about contrarian Clint and his, his nose problems. Yes. And at times. And you know what would be truly scary is if contrarian Clint got COVID-19 with that nose. Oh. You know. His, 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 his intakes are like an A6 Crusader. Uh, if if you guys don't know what an A6 Crusader, a Navy A6 Crusader looks like, go to your favorite search engine and, and look at that, and then you'll see... One of the first things you'll see, folks, when you do that is you'll see, my God, that thing looks like Maxine Waters with her mouth open. Yeah, it does. Oh, Now, see if you can envision then, folks, um, see if you can envision that with nostrils instead of a mouth and that's a frightening proposition that is really a frightening proposition uh mike i may as well tell you from i told this to folks tuesday night and i may as well tell you now and anybody else that's coming in i have a separate show that i do on wednesdays with another gentleman sackheads uh clint and because of what's been going on with the wuhan virus uh, Sackhead's Clint, my guess would be he's not going to be available for quite some time. That may end up being any number of months. So for people that are looking or hoping that uh, the chat show, which is the Sackheads Against Tyranny, is going to be back on Wednesdays, I just want to disabuse you of that thought. It's probably not going to be back for a while. Now, I'm not saying that this doesn't die down and he's not quite so busy at work as he is now. I'm just saying don't expect that that show is going to occur on Wednesday night for quite some time. However, I do have, because I spoke to them, some folks were asking me last Tuesday night. They were saying, hey, what happened to uh, The Right Way with Shannon and Mike? It's the morning SHR media show. And so I sent an email, and I should tell you, next Monday morning, Shannon and Mike are going to be back on SHR. They're working on video to see if they can start their show with video. That'll be great. So Shannon and Mike, they're a Monday through Thursday show every morning. you got to wake up here to Shannon and Mike, shrmedia.com, and... Uh, it's a great show. I wondered where they were. They answered, and uh, they'll be back on Monday. The interesting point about that is also that Shannon Wright 
is running for mayor of Baltimore. That's another reason that she wasn't around. But now that they have a little bit more time on their hands, I can't imagine why. They're going to start their show up with audio and with luck video as well. So, Mike, you talked about Clint. What's been happening in Louisiana with uh, Wuhan 19 and how has that affected you? Well, it's not. I'm basically a hermit. I stay inside all the time. I don't go anywhere. So it really, and the only one that goes out is my 75-year-old father. Okay. You know, shopping, food, all that stuff, you know, and and medicine and all that stuff. So he's the one that goes out, is in it, and he, he keeps himself in relatively, you know, fine shape in terms of, in terms of the fact that he's in that area, in that age group, being 75 years old, 77 years old, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 77 years old, that he could very easily get this stuff. Okay, wait, you know? hold on just one second. got to hold on right now. Did you just tell me, you may not have wanted to do this, but you just told me you don't know your dad's age. What? Well, I know his age. He's in his 70, 77 years old, you know. Okay, all right. You know, I was born in 1972. I'm 47. I'm 30 years, you know, whatever, you know, his junior, you know, whatever, you know. But, yeah, that's that's the thing. And, you know, there are certain governors that have not handled this thing well. Our governor, who is a Democrat, all right, who is a Democrat, has handled it pretty well. Who is your governor? You know, John Bell Edwards. Okay. And in your okay, estimation, so has, how has he handled this well? What has he done to make you think that he's the least bit impressive? He, he unlike unlike our, our so-called friend in New York who who's tends to grandstand, he doesn't do that, and he's not, you know, and... It's like okay, he does have his, his he does hold his own press conferences, but he is it's more his press conferences remind me a lot of what Bobby Jindal did during uh, Katrina and Rita, you know, okay. the, or during Rita, you know. So yeah, giving information and and and, and giving you giving telling us. That probably we're we're probably going to end up opening up at some point because we're big we're big oil guys down here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, apparently, so, according to the news, uh, Nolans Nola has been smacked upside the head quite hard. Uh, is is that pretty accurate? That's pretty accurate, but they also have an idiot for a mayor. So yeah. <laughs> no, come on. Tell us what you really think. Don't hold back. I, I see you're 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 hesitating. Hey. You're holding back a little bit. Don't hold back. Tell us hey. what you really think of the Nola mayor. He, he, he is definitely unlike unlike the governor, who is basically quiet and does his job and just as a Democrat, she is an idiot. She is. Oh, we're gonna shut them. 
shut you shut New Orleans down and keep it shut down. Doesn't matter if if everybody else in the state is opening up. We're going to keep New Orleans shut down. Okay. All righty. Isn't it interesting, the conflict between mayors and state governors as well? I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it appears that you're a governor who I tend to believe that you probably, in most cases, do not get along with, right? I mean, in terms of po- politically wise and all that stuff. But he's handled it really well as well. Now, and he's handled it better than, say, Andrew Cuomo and that idiot up in Michigan, that governor in Michigan, you know? Oh, that's not Cuomo. I can't think of her name, but it's it's not Cuomo. Her last no, name's... It's not Cuomo. It's a, it's a woman. Yeah, I can't it's think a of her woman, name. But yeah... This 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 man down in New Orleans. Oh, we're even. Yeah, yeah, it's been gobsmacked. But it's yeah, New Orleans has been gobsmacked with it. But again, the curve is flattening. Gretchen you know? Whitmer, that's her name. I just did a, a search. Gretchen Whitmer. I wonder. Let me ask you this, Mike. And I got about another minute before I gotta uh, go to the bottom of the hour break. Well, let me ask you this, Mike. Um, it's been said that Gretchen might be in the run for VP with Biden. Hey, that wouldn't have anything to do with her attempting to grandstand in in front of the the press and the national television, would it? I think it would, just like it, just like it, just like what's happening with uh, with uh, Cuomo. Cuomo, I think his calculation is not that. He's going to be vice president. Is that uh, the whole thing with the broker convention? Because they—they're just—we've seen Biden, and we look at Biden, and we—I tend to believe that Biden, his his mental faculties aren't all there. I mean, not that they were there in the first place, but they're—they're they're even worse now. You know, at eighty, almost eighty years old, it's almost like he's. Uh, descending into dementia at times, but I'm just I'm just speculating with Biden, and so I'm looking at the Democrats, looking at Biden, and yeah, he might have a shot. He might have had a shot if he had his, uh, to possibly come close to to Trump if he had all his mental faculties, which I don't think he does. Last comment before we go to the break because I'm a little... No, it's right around time. Um, Mike, would you pay on a pay-per-view event, if it was offered only on pay-per-view, to watch the debate between Trump and Biden? I would. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) I would also pay as long as contrarian Clint was the moderator. Oh, he's not going to be around. He's not going to be available. Okay, well, thanks, well, Mike. I understand that, but can you imagine Trump, Trump's mouth and uh, uh, Biden's mind and Clint's nose? It's a sight to behold. It is a sight to behold. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Got to go. Got to break. Right. Folks, you are listening to the Bloviating Zeppelin. That is I. That is he. I am he. As you are me, as you are he, and we are all together. 
Um, and I will be right back after this brief break. Time to hit the electric winkle chamber if you must, and then please come right back. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Southern Sense is conservative talk with Annie, the radio chick you bellas as host and C.S. Bennett co-host. Informative, fun, irreverent, and politically incorrect. You never know where they'll go, but you'll love the journey. Annie is a top conservative host on Top Talk Radio and features some of the finest guests packed with important politicians and newsmakers. Listen every Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern, noon to 3 Pacific, on the SHR Media Network. Remember, Southern Sense is Common Sense. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dummett. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com and Lid Radio. We fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her house coat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnett. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Good evening. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is featured on the SHR Media Network every Tuesday and Thursday night for two hours at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific. Whilst manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ continues to radically change the world of leftists, one diaper at a time. Stop balancing your checkbooks. Stop cleaning your fish tanks. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is your magnet for truth, justice, obesity, a darkened studio, and late-night freedom. No United States of America freedoms were abridged in the making of this ad. This is Shannon Wright. And this is Michael Wright. Reminding you to listen to The Right Way with Shannon and Mike. Every Monday through Thursday. 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on shrmedia.com. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found, like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong. After six years covering terror and corruption, the unpleasant blind guy is making a change. I'm Dave Milner. 
Join me on Spreaker and YouTube through SHR Media and on the Western Free Radio Network as I team up with Jeff Mitchell, host of the English Defense League radio show on blogtalkradio.com. Check show pages for airtimes. It's the Unpleasant Blind Guy. On EDL Radio. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint, plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to BZ's Berserk Bobcats Loon Radio Show. You can follow me on Twitter at BZEP at BZEP. You can like me and follow me on my Facebook page, Bloviating Zeppelin. Please friend, follow, and like the SHR Media Facebook page. Subscribe to the SHR Media YouTube channel. Click notifications right there. Give our videos a thumbs up just like that. Great hosts, great videos, great shows. And I also have to ask, are you a supporter of the Second Amendment? Because if you are, I highly recommend that you join the U.S. Gun Owners Association, the USGOA, on Facebook. They are a great group. Apply and uh, great, great stories, great articles. Uh, and a lot of great folks over there as well. The U.S. Gun Owners Association, the USGOA, on Facebook. So, hey, thanks to the Alaskan in chat, uh, SHR Media Chat, Whiskey Dale, Jack Alexander, and to Kaiser. Thanks for being here tonight. I prefaced earlier, just before the break, I'm going to play a uh, something that I discovered from Facebook. And I was kind of cryptic about it, but there is a theory going around the internet that Wuhan 19 isn't exactly what everybody thinks it is. That it's, um, it's uh, I, I guess you could call it a smokescreen, a cover, or an opportunity to take care of an important aspect here in America. And uh, Kaiser in chat says, yes to the Second Amendment. Oh, hell yeah. Because that's one of the first things. uh, I'll get to the story. Of course, California, always spell it with a K, decided that it was going to come up with, uh, with luck, I I get to the article tonight. Because I've got so much stuff to talk about. But of course, California, a, a legislator has said, hey, isn't it a great idea now during this? I think what we should do is make sure that we put a complete and total utter halt to selling all firearms and all ammunition in California. Always spell it with a K. That's coming. Oh, no, it's here. Now, it hasn't been passed, but you knew this was going to be submitted. Okay, so here's a sports figure, and I'm going to play this about 10 minutes. I'm going to let you decide if you think this has any validity whatsoever. But I'm going to ask you, while this is playing, go to your favorite search engine and look up adrenochrome. Because this has something to do with adrenochrome. I'm not a a purchaser of this theory. 
But it's interesting that it's expanding now. And there are a couple of folks, I guess you could call them in in the legit semi-celebrity category that are talking about this. So this is a 10-minute cut of, and I do not know the gentleman because I do not follow boxing, I have to admit. But this gentleman is a famous heavyweight boxer by the name of David Rodriguez. And he's going to talk to you now because I think it's very clear that if you were to see this video, you'll be able to hear from his voice. But if you were to see the video, he's disturbed by this by this revelation that somehow has come to him and he now knows about. It has to do with Hollywood. It has to do with essentially liberal elites. It has to do with adrenochrome. And it has to do with pedophile rings. This is not Pizzagate. And if if I can get her on the show... And I'm going to ask, I've got nothing to lose, I'm already at no. I'd like to get Liz Crokin on the show. L-I-Z, Crokin, C-R-O-K-I-N. And as this is playing, go to your favorite search engine and enter her name and see what you get. And there will be likely a whole bunch of links to Pizzagate. And Pizzagate has been roundly trounced and throttled by the American media maggots. So enough of me. Let's let you listen to David Rodriguez, a heavyweight boxer, because this guy received some information or is the recipient of of some information, and he's not happy with it. As you all know, like I, you know, I've been involved in boxing, being a pro athlete for a long time, and um, I've made some connections. You know, I've made some powerful connections you know, with fighters, UFC fighters, professional boxers. I've been in that in that arena where Now this is interesting. This played just fine earlier. Let's see if it'll play again. Okay. See, stuff like this now, it, it makes you wonder. Um, as you all know, like I, you know, I've been involved in boxing, being a pro athlete for a long time, and um, I've made some connections. You know, I've made some powerful connections, you know, with fighters, UFC fighters, professional boxers. I've been in that, in that arena where I rub shoulders with some big names. You know, I've been around Tony Robbins. I've been around, um, you know... I've gone out with like Oprah. I've, I've gone out. I've gone out with a lot of big people and had you know been able to meet a lot of big people and talk to them like I'm talking to you all. And I just want to say one thing, and I know a lot of you are doubting this, but this is the truth, man. There is a big sting operation going down. It's happening, and I'm telling you, man, these pedophile rings are getting taken down. It's uh, Hollywood ain't cool anymore. Hollywood's going down, and. I still talk to my sources and I still talk to people that are involved and listen, there is a big operation going down and they're, and they're getting taken out and every day is confirmation to me when it's, it's a secretive thing, but I think it's going to come out. They say it's going to come out on the media um, when it's all said and done. And I think what's going to happen is going to really shock a lot of you. I mean, a lot of you are going to kind of brush off and be like, well, I always knew it was there, but I don't think you understand how prevalent 
these pedophile rings really are in Hollywood and in um, in the sports arenas, in Hollywood, in the political arena. I mean, everywhere, man, it's bad. And it's, it's uh, human trafficking, you know, and sex trafficking is the hottest thing, that biggest commodity right now. And I think um, once this all comes out to the surface, a lot of you are going to be disgusted and and feel very dirty for even knowing the information. Um, I got to tell you, a lot of you don't like Trump, but he's doing the right thing right now. This guy is uh, spearheading this whole thing, and it's it's an amazing thing to watch. They're going after the cartels, the human trafficking. They're going after the child pedophilia rings. Look, all these roads lead to Clinton Foundation in Haiti. They lead to... I'm trying not to give away too much information, but um, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, we all know he didn't kill himself. Uh, Harvey Weinstein is dropping massive amounts of information. Um, there's a lot going on right now, and it's going to come to the surface, and you all are going to see this, and you all are going to witness something happen that's just absolutely amazing. And we need to protect our children, man. There's... You know, Corey Hames coming out with documentaries. All these people are wanting to leak information. But it's all going to come out at the right time. And, uh, like I said, Hollywood's going down. It's fucking going down. It's sinking like the Titanic. And they're all trying to bail themselves out. And they're all trying to jump ship. And some of the biggest celebrities that you know were involved in this shit. Okay, let me stop right there. If you're not familiar with this allegation... What you need to know is, probably right now you're wondering, okay, what the hell does this have to do with the coronavirus? There are some theories out there, and I've listened to a number of podcasts and, and people talk about these various theories, is that the coronavirus, the Wuhan 19, is being used as a cover to place people into a shelter-in-place mindset so that the people who are responsible can be swept up and arrested for the numerous pedophile rings that are responsible for crippling numerous thousands of children. And that these pedophile rings have existed for quite some time in Hollywood with celebrities, obviously with Jeffrey Epstein, are obviously with Harvey Weinstein, obviously with Bill Clinton and all the people that were going on the Lolita Express to the secret island of Epstein. I still do not believe that Epstein killed himself. Say what you will about the rest of these theories. I'm just bringing you up to speed as to what some people believe. This is how this ties into coronavirus, CV-19, Wuhan-19. Many people believe this stuff. I certainly fervently believe that there are pedophile rings. In the 90s, I worked for the local department here, 2,000-plus member department, and I was on—I was a detective in child abuse. So I know how insidious this is, but I want to play this for you because there are a number of people, and apparently this thought is expanding— that this is a cover to and an opportunity for people to take advantage in terms of being able to find and arrest the suspects involved in these various rings. 
we were hoping it was going to be Jeffrey Epstein involved. Harvey Weinstein has got his own series of problems. He's, I would wager, involved. Also, he deals more in adults, but who knows about kids? Anyway, that's the whole purpose of this. This is how it wraps up. Let's continue with uh, professional heavyweight boxer David uh, Rodriguez. Feel any names, but um, I have friends that are. I'm gonna just say it. I'm not bragging, nothing like that. But I have friends that are A-list celebrities that are good people, and they've dropped some names in me that I'm like, whoa. I cannot imagine that. I can't. I mean, you believe you understand that there are children sacrifices that where people actually drink adrenochrome, where they terrify the child so much. Okay, listen to this. This is another theory that's going on with adrenochrome. And this is hard to swallow. This is hard to even grasp. But it's an actual ancient ritual to terrify mainly children because they're more pure. Their adrenal glands are more pure. Terrify them to the point where they cannot, where they're, where they're so scared and they're pumping out so much adrenaline. And they're so terrified. And then you finally kill them and you drink their blood. And it's like the ultimate aphrodisiac. It's like the fountain of youth. It rebuilds collagen. It, it, uh, okay, it, stop it does right all there. kinds of uh, enhancements. Stop right there, okay? Let's stop right there for a second. A number of the people that believe this also believe that Hollywood being directly involved makes reference to this in a number of movies. The one that re- that readily comes to my mind is Monsters, Inc. It's an animated film that was appealing to kids. And do you remember the scenes, the various scenes in Monsters, Inc., where the monsters, their opportunity is to see how effective they can be at scaring kids. Because according to the theory now, the, the, the theory is that adrenochrome is acquired when the adrenaline rises from children who are so frightened of a given situation that they're, I'm not sure I know what is harvested, but something is harvested from children as they are frightened, as they are scared. So about this time, you're probably thinking to yourself, BZ, uh, this is a bunch of bullshit. And BZ, why are you wasting time on this conspiracy theory crap? It's being purchased by a lot more people. Do I buy it? Have I made the purchase? I have not. But I want to let you know there are quite a number of people that believe this to be. With this caveat, not saying it's going to happen. But because of the crazy stuff that's been happening in America and all around the world for the past, I don't know, since 2016, so much stuff has been turned upside down. What if? What if a fraction of this stuff is true with regard to children? It's for the body. It's it's a sick it's a sick 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 ritual ceremonies and now they bottle up and sell it in the vials, and people buy this shit. It's a it's a drug, and if you see you know I've seen I've looked at before and after pictures of some of these celebrities that have been on adrenal comb supposedly and then off and they look like they aged twenty to thirty years in a matter of a month. This shit's real, and I don't care if you all call me loony or conspiracy theorist. I'm not. I know people in, in this business that that uh that are confirming to me what what I know. And this is an operation going down, and I can't wait to see these dominoes fall, man. These pieces of shit get taken out because it's time. And I think 
I really do believe on a spiritual level, it's a mass awakening happening right now. I believe our, our planet is going through a, a global shift of consciousness to where we are all waking up and seeing the reality of what, what really is this matrix, what is really going on in this reality. And I think that um, we're going to have to deal with a lot of good and a lot, a lot of ugly. And because you got to have both. You got to know the dark side and the good side. And I think the dark side is going to reveal itself. And you all are going to be very, very um, bothered by this and disgusted. I mean, if you are, if you're, if you have any kind of good grain left in you or any good of a morality, you're going to be disgusted with what you see. Uh, you know, I'm sitting back patiently with this quarantine, kind of knowing this information, knowing like, wow, this, this shit's going down. We all know the economy is not going to ever be the same. I don't know what's going to happen. There's rumors of it going to a gold-backed dollar and getting rid of the feds. I can't I can't validate any of this, but I can. I feel confident enough that I do know the pedophile rings are going down. And uh, we have ships in the Caribbean right now intercepting drugs. Trump has sent big battleships out there. They're, they're fighting the cartels. I mean, this is going down. Now, I think the virus was a global attack by a... It was a bioweapon. I do believe that. I think the virus does exist, but not to the scale they say it is. I think fucking everyone's dying of the coronavirus, dying of other ailments, and then they're saying it's the coronavirus. I don't know. I'm skeptical skeptical about all that, but I do know Hollywood's going down right now, and I just wanted to say my little piece. Um, it's it's uh, There is a silver lining in this, in this quarantine and this lockdown, and I think we all just need to be patient to see what surfaces, and it is going to... Um, there is a documentary online that came out, a friend sent me, called Out of the Shadows. It's either In the Shadows or Out of the Shadows, but I have to check. I think it's Out, out the Shadows, and it's on YouTube. I would check it out. Um, it's really good. It goes in-depth about this stuff. And um, you're going to just see how disturbing and how sick these fucking people are. Um, uh, you know. Uh, so right now, everyone just... Stay diligent, you know, keep your keep your routine simple. It's an exciting time to be alive, in my opinion. I think this is a really exciting time to be alive. I think a lot of earth-shattering breakthroughs are going to be happening. You know, I think the direction we're going is like for every action, there's, a, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And I think we're going to start coming into a lot of a, a preventative medicine, cures, herbal, uh, uh, you know, therapies and and um cures for diseases i think that we're gonna have so many breakthroughs right now i think it's such an exciting exciting time to be alive so that's my positive note on it and i think that all of us need to um uh pay attention and you know i'm learning how to meditate now i'm praying every day i'm starting you know i never used to do that in boxing i was always go 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 train 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 fight intense guy and now i'm starting to sit back and just you know, like enjoy the view. Like, look at this view. You know, like all of that's all of Mexico over there. All of Mexico. All you can't see it, but this guy is just enjoying going to a beautiful outside. house, huge pool. I'm enjoying a uh, big land being with my family, and I'm, I'm really keeping it simple and just very uh, down to earth, man. But I'm telling you, what's happening right now is a very, very exciting time. So, pay attention. Keep your ears to the ground and know that big things are happening. And I'm, I'm convinced on that. 
Um, yeah, well, it's never going to be the same. I think just like when the internet came out, uh, it changed humanity. It changed consciousness, for the, you know, humanity's consciousness. It was a shift. The internet, there's pre-internet and then the, every technology was moving somewhat, it was moving slower throughout time for thousands of years. And then once internet hit, boom, it was like an explosion of, of information and uh, technological breakthroughs and inventiveness and ingenuity, right? After the internet. I think that that was a shift in the world, right? It was a shift, a shift in consciousness. I think the same thing's happening now with this this global shutdown, um, the economy being wrecked. I think it's going to forever shift our consciousness, and we're moving into a more spiritual way of being. If you choose that route, if you choose that route, and I think it's very important that uh, we focus on the good things, we we go within, and. Um, and really pay attention to ourselves and what we want in life and become more creative. Anyway, that's my two cents. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, just wanted to give my two cents. That's it. Thank you all. You have a good day. Hope you enjoy the day. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Um, looking at all the people asking questions. I can't even read it because the sun's in my face a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it's a paradigm shift, Sonia. It's a paradigm shift. So, big things happening. And I think we just got to be patient. I love you guys, man. Take it easy. Okay, David Rodriguez. Uh, a guy apparently of note <clears throat> in the boxing world. And these people are starting to surface. How much of this is truthful? And how much of this is pure, unexpurgated bullshit? Because people are, are looking and always look that people... People thirst for justice. People who are conservatives, like myself, we thirst for justice. We can't feature, we have a difficult time accepting that all of these things could have happened to President Trump, a, uh, a presidential nominee, a president-elect, and now a sitting president, and I still say there was a soft coup, against him and we want to see consequences for people's actions i get it pedophiles have been around for a long time one thing i agree i we, there were tons of memes about this jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself somebody greased the palms of some cops in florida okay that's what happened right or wrong you don't you know you will never know necessarily about that investigation there's a lot of stuff we're not going to know i get that part but we thirst for justice when i come back as wuhan 19 goes all over the globe here in the united states we're seeing some some results that are being massively overshadowed by Wuhan 19. But I'm paying attention to it, and you should be paying attention to it also. People keep saying, when will there be justice? This conspiracy theory, I'm sure, is all about justice, desired justice for pedophilia. Obviously, Jeffrey Epstein escaped. Harvey Weinstein has been sentenced. I'm sure he hasn't been 
just a fraction of what he he's done literally over the decades, that's all going to be swept aside. They got some measure of justice, measure, air quotes, for Harvey Weinstein. You'll never get justice for Jeffrey Epstein. And you can't tell me these guys aren't linked. And you can't tell me that there aren't tons of people in Hollywood. That part of the conspiracy theory, I believe, these rings have been going on for decades. Now, adrenochrome? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some politics. We may go into Joe Biden. And then I want to throw some facts out with you. And I want to make a comparison regarding Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Fauci, the World Health Organization. And you want to talk about opportunities? There's a massive opportunity for globalists and leftists and China like we have never had before. Information is coming out. Information is coming out. We just have to be aware. And as David Rodriguez said, this, these, these are either going to be the worst of times or some really heady times to live in where we make some startling revelations. But I think we're already beginning to realize that when the machinery of America is pushed, we can come through. We have all these private companies and organizations that are coming out with PPE ventilators. They had to be pushed to do that. And that tells me again, there's so much we can do. There's so much we can do as Americans if we just put our minds to it. Folks, I'm BZ. I'm the Bloviating Zeppelin. This is the Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show. I'll be right back after this. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dunnitz. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com. At Lid Radio, we fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her housecoat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. For 50 years, I've seen the American people blinded by corrupt politicians, a lapdog media, and deceptive Islam. The one thing the elites fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through Spreaker, iTunes, and SoundCloud, through SHR Media and the Western Free Radio Network for half a century of experienced perspective on political and social issues, weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy. And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. This is Shannon Wright of The Right Way with Shannon and Mike in the AM. Mike's not here, so I gotta talk fast. You gotta join us. Fall season. Getting ready to start up with a whole bunch of new stuff. 
news and food and politics and sports and entertainment and a whole bunch of stuff. But wait, Mike's coming. I got to go. Remember, Shannon and Mike in the AM on SHR Media, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 AM. Make sure you tune in. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't. BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making of this ad. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment Podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found, like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint, plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. So welcome back. I am BZ. You are in the saloon. The Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show. I'm on Tuesday and Thursday nights. You can hear the show at shrmedia.com. Audio only at shrmedia.com. That's where the chat room exists, shrmedia.com. And you can go there. You can also watch the show on the SHR Media Facebook page. Or if you choose, you can watch the show on the SHR Media YouTube channel. Uh, both are, you might even be, if you're sufficiently technologically facile, you might be able to do both at once, which is absolutely wonderful. And I got to ask you this as well, because uh, this is a great group on Facebook page. If you are interested in the Second Amendment, if you are a supporter of the Second Amendment, if you are a fan of firearms, 
Great articles, great people. Go to the Facebook page. This is a Facebook group page, USGOA, the U.S. Gun Owners Association, by my good buddy who started this, Fred Witzel. He is out of Texas, Tejas, and he's there right now. Maybe not this exact same second. Well, he's in Texas right now. You probably can't talk to him right now because he's probably asleep. It's 9.07 on the Pacific, which means it's 11.07, so... Fred's probably Betty by right now, and that also means that it's seven minutes after midnight on the East Coast. Funny I should mention that, on the East Coast, because also uh, from that time zone, I have uh, Kaiser Schuff. And how are you, sir? Good evening to you, and thanks for calling. Kaiser, are you there, my friend? Okay. Oh, it says connection status is poor. I feel like the good doctor saying that connection status is poor. All right, I'll tell you what. Then let me do this. And I will try again. Unumas, let me see if I can do this. And get this going. We'll try this. Hello. Hey, Kaiser, now we got you back. All righty. Yeah, no, that's uh, weird how the phone just did that. Uh, Especially the show that you're doing tonight sort of makes it a little weirder, too. Yeah, it it does. You know the cool thing? Before you, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm Mr. Interruptus, Coitus Interruptus right now. Um, The thing that's interesting that I like about it is after a year, two years, whatever the heck it is that I've been doing on this, I'm a technological moron, M-O-R-O-N. I actually figured out what was wrong with this. I can learn things every once in a while. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Kaiser. Out. No, outstanding. I love that you learn things because I do every day, and I am a technological idiot. So two peas in a pod, my brother. Yep. Uh, no, uh, I just think um, the conversation that the gentleman was having on the show before I had to leave for a minute. Uh-huh. Um, this is not new. I mean, this stuff goes back pre-Egyptian times, the harvesting of adrenochrome. And even Hunter S. Thompson writes about it in his book, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Wait, stop, I mean, stop, people... stop, stop. Wait, yeah. I had that book. I read that book. I was a fan of Hunter S. Thompson because he grew up in the 60s. I grew up in the 60s. Um, Hunter S. Thompson in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in his book refers to adrenochrome? Yeah, they, him and uh, his lawyer on their way to Texas, as they were going, they were sipping adrenochrome, and he talks about how it's uh, taken from the pituitary gland of young children in the deepest, darkest of fear. And um, when you look at the COVID-19 thing, it's more, I'm seeing this as a scam more than anything. Now, it's a real issue, don't get me wrong, but this self-isolation the self-segregation and the ability of us to be looking like Chinese wearing masks everywhere. Okay. Uh, it takes away from the American ethos of individuality. Uh, we've had many pandemics and we didn't do this garbage. Um, that's just a fact. Uh, whether it, you know, in all, all past history, 
quarantine, you quarantine the sick and afflicted, not the people who are out there making the money. Because how does money get churned? Through the economy so that science can develop. And yet now we see a big reach of the government taking the place of our economy and even throwing money we don't have that's on our children's backs to deal with this issue. So we have uh, jumped the shark and probably fallen into light, starting to fall into light communism. And I do not believe it's because of what Trump has done. He did sign it into law. I mean, I can't, I can't give him credit for that. He should have put up more of a stir. But his options were what? You know, he's surrounded by, where did Dr. Birch, Burke and, um, I can't think of the other uh, dude's name. B-I-R-X and Fauci. Yeah. And Fauci. Yeah, Fauci. And, and they're both leftists. And so this, I just see too much wrong with this. I, I agree something had to be done, but I think this isolation stuff, I mean, even on comedy shows like The Bonfire, Big Jay Okerson and them, uh, Dan Soder, they're talking about this probably being um, – Worse, the cure is worse than the disease at this point. And if you look at what's happening, the fear out there, this is the same kind of thing that communists promote. Fear, socialists, communists, they all do this and control. And when you see some of the actions of some of these governors that are stringing hard left, like Michigan's governor, like Virginia's governor, like New York's governor, like California's governor. Some of these things are absolutely asinine, and the overreaction of the police, nobody, and you and I were both cops on different, you know, different things, doing different thingios. But the point is, that's an overreach of the Fourth Amendment, the First Amendment, the right to assemble. You know, everybody always remembers freedom of speech, but the right to assemble freely, worship your God. All of that has been breached during this. Kaiser, and, uh, it's, it's funny you're here, and I, I'm, I'm glad you are here, because I was going to go into this, and now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into this area, this venue, with you here. Because what I've done is I've compiled a bunch of facts and observations that are going to lead me towards a conclusion. And as I go over these things, if you have any thoughts, just go ahead and talk about it, because now I'm going to take people on a journey. And this journey is going to start with facts and observations, and I'm going to lead you, me, you, Kaiser, and anybody else who happens to be watching or listening, towards a a direction. So what I'm saying is, this whole situation is not directionless. Now, we can disagree about the specific incidents that got this going, but I think we have a pretty good understanding of where and how. But we're already beginning to assemble the very, what I can consider to be the very necessary pieces of trying to understand, and we will attempt to understand this for years when this all unravels. But I think this is all going somewhere. And, and I think I, I've attempted to assemble this as best I can. 
It, it starts with this. We have to examine, as you indicated, Kaiser, the doctors that we've been seeing trotted out on television. And what I call the LDAM leftists, Democrats, and the American media maggots are all with these doctors. And, and just when you say that politics shouldn't be inserted into a situation like that, bullshit. This is massive politics on an unprecedented, on a planetary scale. These are bigger politics than we had possibly imagined. So, folks, I agree. Do, do, I agree. Do you wonder? Have, we should all be asking questions right now. I'm not saying I have all the answers, but every one of us should be asking questions continuously, day in and day out. One of the first ones I thought is, why? We, we had a booming, massive economy. We had a Dow that was like at 24,000, I think pushing 25,000. When the stock market prospers, middle America prospers. Because if you have a job, and if you're invested in that job, frequently many jobs give you a 401k. And where do those, where does the, those benefits come from? They come from the stock market. When the stock market does well, your 401k does well. Your retirement does well. So did you ever wonder, or you should have asked yourself, why it was that Dr. Anthony Fauci was pretty damn quick to want to shut down this massive economy? Up until now, we were doing very, very well. And a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, I'll tell you what. Remember this phrase, folks? If this keeps going, Trump is probably a shoe-in for November. Yep. Fauci wants to keep this down for months and months. Why is he also, have to ask the questions, why is he also resisting the drugs that many doctors in, I, I'm not going to give you specific citations, go on the damn internet yourself, folks, and find it. Many doctors and clinicians are saying that there is a number of drugs that are already proving effective as a treatment, as a prophylactic to coronavirus, to Wuhan 19. I remember specifically this when, when Anthony Fauci was making funny squinchy faces behind Trump as Trump was speaking during a particular press conference. And that was what? That was when, folks? That was when Trump mentioned deep state. So here comes Mr. Squinchy Face, yep. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Okay. And then why is it also that the American media maggots, what I call the media right now these days, because I think they are. Why do they freak when they don't see Fauci or Burks up there? Not necessarily so much Burks, but Fauci. Why do they freak? So like I've said, I said this on Tuesday and I'm going to say it from now until I cack. We are on now a journey, folks. So let's begin this journey by asking an ass load of questions. So, what do we have in terms of facts? We believe the Wuhan 19 virus likely came from bats, the, the intermediate horseshoe bat. So, remember when a bunch of people were, were saying something similar to, um, yeah, I'm not so sure if this happened in a wet market, but there is a, a facility for, um, facility in China not far from the Wuhan market. A level four containment center, right? Level, level they four. Were experimenting with it, yeah. Yeah, okay. So 
Now we're discovering, apparently, that for the people that were saying something similar to, you know, um, that I'm sure that didn't have anything to do with that. Now we find out, specifically breaking yesterday, Fox broke it and a bunch of other areas broke it. Sources now believe that the coronavirus outbreak did, in fact, originate in that Wuhan lab as part of China's efforts to compete with the United States. So they were. And Tom Cotton was the first to to mention this. Yes. They called him a conspiracy. Yes. He was a tinfoil hat wearer. And isn't it funny, Kaiser, and everyone listening now, that the things that Trump has said and people, people, conservatives, have said for quite some time is. Isn't it odd how a lot of the stuff that we say is coming to fruition and is being proven true? Now this information is out. Brett Baer, Brett Baer, who is a moderate to kind of maybe sort of left a little bit on Fox. He wrote an article with a guy named Greg Ray, and he has information from great sources that indicate that there is much better confidence that Wuhan 19 originated in a Wuhan laboratory. They're saying so far, not necessarily as a bioweapon, but as part of China's attempt to demonstrate that its efforts to identify and combat viruses was equal to or better than the capabilities of the United States competition. And a bunch of sources have been briefed on the details of that. Now that information is out, Kaiser. It's out there. Well, you were talking about the arrest of the pedophile, pedophiles, right? Yes. But you notice they're not talking about that, and they really just lightly touched on the arrest of the different professors uh, in the U.S., including a Harvard professor. And they also felt a real or to talk about uh, some of the COVID-19 research was done at the University of North Carolina. This was put out a long time ago. I did a show on it. Yes, yes. And that's why I was saying this is uh, – absolutely ridiculous in a lot of ways um my point is with this entire thing uh you say it's not a bioweapon everybody can say that but here's the facts a bioweapon is one of the least uh and you know this is my field of expertise if if that's what you want to call it um it may have been something that they're trying to compete with that now i'm not saying it wasn't it could have been an accidental release now an accidental release can can happen but usually if there's an accidental release there's at least information sharing between governments quickly and the governments see notice wuhan flights were banned everywhere in china but they weren't banned from going internationally no no stop right there you know what that is and here's what people have not realized just what you said kaiser what is that in law enforcement, in the law, that's called consciousness of guilt. These yep. people in and, China knew what was going on, didn't tell anyone else, shut down Wuhan in an attempt to save their citizens, kept people from flying in and out of Wuhan in China, but didn't mind if all of those people who may have been infected already and may have been infected for months were flying out of China into other countries. So vis-a-vis, we have a bioweapon event, purposeful or unpurposeful. Jack in chat said yes. And 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 intent, do you believe that intent has much to do with this? We'll find intent. 
But we have to deal with facts. Intent or no, it is a bioweapon. Yep, factually. And and the uh, a way they allowed it to spread and did not purposefully, with will, willfully, they allowed it to go to other nation states. Yes. And then and then they ship all this stuff out to all these different countries, and they're finding out that crap that China sent them is useless. And in Italy, Germany, all these different nations that China was supposedly helping, we get some of the stuff they turned around the first shipment because they would have they figured we would have realized through our customs and immigration the way that we do stuff we actually have people from like our medical departments and stuff check out stuff like that a certain portion of them and if we would have found that they were junk we would have been the first ones to get them and we would have put the word out that all this stuff coming in is junk and we would have realized a lot sooner than when we did. And Tom Cotton, remember, he's on the Intel Committee, folks. He, he, he got this information. He knows this and stuff. And he said what he could. Yes. Uh, unless he himself wants to be prosecuted. And he's a conservative, so as you know, in yep. these times today, he would be the first cast aside and kick to the curb. Kaiser Chef, I have so many facts to continue, and I'm going to continue. Fact number two, it's reported the Chinese wet markets weren't selling bats before the outbreak. I watched and listened to a Tucker Carlson show reported earlier. He said there are no known colonies of that bat within 900 kilometers of Wuhan. Did they have that? No, the theory now is that they were testing with that bat in that facility. Somehow an individual there became infected and then walked into and around that market. And that's where it began to disseminate. There's another fact. There are two labs right next to those Wuhan wet markets. The Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Wuhan Center for Disease Control and Prevention. It is reported now, we know, that these two facilities did have horseshoe bats as the Chinese researchers were studying them and their concomitant viruses. Here's another fact. The Wuhan Institute of Virology is run by the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Roll with me now, folks. Roll with me, Kaiser. I'm going somewhere. And to the point where at the, at, at the bottom of the hour, I'm not taking a break. I'm going to be continuing. I think this is too damn important. Let's throw in another variable. Let's throw in Bill Gates. Bill Gates is said to have predicted, air quotes, he predicted an outbreak a bunch of years ago. What is Bill Gates? Bill Gates is one of the biggest donors. This is fact. He's one of the biggest donors to the Chinese Academy of Sciences. And Bill Gates was awarded their highest honor. So, Bill Gates also, if you remember, folks, if you're listening and paying attention, is also the dude who has advocated and is advocating for what he called an extreme shutdown of the the economy. And he used the I word. He said indefinitely until there is a vaccine and 
He's investing billions into developing. He's so good. He's investing in develop, developing a vaccine for Wuhan 19. Wasn't there another guy? Ezekiel? Um, God, what, the, what is this last guy? He's the... Uh, oh, no, I can't think of his last name. Who's, who said, literally, that this country should be locked down for 18 months. Nothing should happen. Yeah, no one should talking be, about it. No one talking about the man. Oh, Emmanuel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah, Emmanuel, who said this country should be locked down for 18 yeah. months and only released if there is a specific vaccine found. And the and population and and the vaccination. It, there is a mass vaccination 18 months from now at the earliest so he's credited as being a, a medical expert, Dr. Ezekiel Emanuel. Oh, he's also, by the Brother way... Brother Ron Emanuel. Yeah. And Ron Emanuel yeah. was the guy that said, uh, you know, never uh, fail to take a, a, a good crisis go to never, waste. Yeah, never let a crisis go to waste. Yeah. Ezekiel... That's the whole thing. Ezekiel yeah. Emanuel also, by the way, folks, if you don't know, he's a, a Joe Biden advisor. And he's also one of the Obama care architects. And he's also the guy that said that people, this is called a clue, folks. He also said people 75 and older essentially shouldn't be around in the United States because their usefulness, including him, as far as he was concerned, it's done. Who does this disease affect? Have you seen, you know, care, daycare uh, facilities shut down and, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 kids, little kids killed as a result of this, like the retirement homes? This thing is going through wildfire, like wildfire through retirement homes. So now we see that there are some other people involved in this. So Dr. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, he's the director of NIAI. That's the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Okay, so he was, oh, by the way, I, I have to be upfront. He advised Reagan and a whole bunch of other people many years ago. And so he walks into the Oval Office and he advised President Trump and President Trump listened to him and started with the various travel bans and Fauci admits that President Trump listened to him when all the leftists and the LDAM and the American media maggots were saying uh, Trump's responsible. He has all the blood on his hand. He's been doing nothing. Well, apparently he's been listening to Dr. Fauci. And the economy now is shut. And so Dr. Fauci, I want to point out, also has a long time and long term relationship with Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation and the Gates Foundation. Wait a minute. If only I had a producer. Oh, God. The Gates Foundation is also aligned with. Oh, they're a big donator to Anthony Fauci. Isn't that weird? Aren't we are discovering that all these circles are becoming intertwined now? The Gates Foundation is a big donor to Fauci's institution. And also, if you're paying attention, he's a deep state eye rolling. Here comes the Dr. Anthony Fauci eye rolling model one, Mark one eye rolling. Uh, 
He's a deep state Obama, Hillary, and Pelosi supporter. Remember all the pictures we've had on the Internet of Fauci embracing Nancy Pelosi. Well, there are reasons for that. And it does have to do with politics. This is, in fact, politics writ on a planetary scale, folks. So let me con- Mac- go. Go ahead. It's Machiavellian. It's Machiavellian. Yes. Yeah, it's Machiavellian on a large scale. And here's the thing. Everybody wants to say they're, you know, people are conspiracy kooks that can draw circles and, and join them. No, they're not. It's called common sense. The facts lead you to where you're an investigator. I would. You know, 18 series, 1800 series. You know what I'm talking about. This this is and, where I'm going. Yes, exactly. You yeah. have to use common sense and logic, and you have to be paying attention. So there's another word. There's an H word involved in this. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine is an older, and it's, it is a, a proven, this is proven, a proven anti-malarial drug that's been pretty much a really, really effective treatment against uh, COVID-19. But didn't you ask yourself this question? Countries that have a lot of malaria and have a history of taking this drug, why haven't they erupted into massive Wuhan-19 outbreaks? Because you and I both know, in Africa, there are closed communities with many, many people involved in big cities in Africa, which is primarily why you have to take anti-malarial drugs in that continent and South America, for that matter. But you don't see these predominantly affected like New York, Europe, etc. I submit it's because these people have a history of having to take this drug and slash it proves its efficacy. So, but there's pushback now. There's pushback. Doctors who prescribed hydroxychloroquine, many of them in there, you've seen all the videos of those. They're saying it's a really safe drug. If you take it at the doses prescribed and you don't go to an aquarium dealership and drink the drugs that are meant for treating tropical fish for ichthyopterius, which is a parasite, only morons do that. And they paid a price. I'm sorry, morons, but you were. If you'd read, or a woman who wants to kill her husband, yeah, well, and blame it on the president who's a Democrat donor, yeah, or or that too. Here's something about here's something about the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, I was talking to my brother uh, Georgios. You've heard me do a show with him before. Now he's still going through college. He's writing his paper to get his doctorate in microbiology. Blah 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 blah. Okay, he's the foremost expert on some things, but you know. He's been dabbling in this, and he says he's expert on it. But he did have a, a funny question on this, and, and I'll broach it with you and the whole audience. Back during the uh, time we served, the 80s, he said all the way up until 92, 93, 94, 95, 97, somewhere around there, they changed. We all had to take uh, hydroxychloroquine, and I even had to take it in 2005 going back to Iraq, and I had to take it back then he said you know they changed the formulation of it he said and they're not telling everybody people from like the gulf war from the 80s to the 90s whatever those that date span is how many have not been affected by it so when they talk about the prophylactic use of it and remember i came back from afghanistan i still have it that lung infection 
And, you know, it's pretty much the same kind of deal. It'll probably be with me for the rest of my life. And, but, but I didn't die over it. So there's something that also changed within the formulae of that. And nobody's putting a finger on that. He's the first person I've ever heard that broached that. And why did they change that formulation? And why is Bill Gates not just talking about vaccines and stuff, but he wants to be able to insert a marker into your body. We're talking Mark of the Beast, folks, where it will be basically because you're too ignorant to carry around your uh, your world uh, vaccination card like I have from the military and I've had it since I was 17 and I get it updated every time I get something, you know, get a vaccine. But you now have to have this inserted. So it's just you scan your arm across the little scanner at a border point and they know that you've had all your vaccines. Now, BZ, that even brings it to a different level. And you said it internationally. It is internationally. Globalist. Well, it is. I haven't begun to try to link all this stuff together. I got a ton of stuff to continue with this. I'll come back to the injectables. I'll come back to that because I, I want to address that in, in just a bit. But basically, the doctors who prescribe hydroxychloroquine say this is a really safe drug. If you take it wisely, prescribed by a doctor, and it doesn't have any risks for short-term use, like treating Wuhan 19. Huh, funny how that works out. So there's in-the-field testimony of doctors who've been using hydroxychloroquine to treat Wuhan 19, especially that doctor in France who's been conducting this, with great effectiveness. Now, Fauci, oddly enough, has been really opposed to the use of this, and he continues to push for a big long-term economic shutdown until there's a vaccine. He's relenting a little today, I see. He's changing just a bit, but he was still pushing shutdown. Keep the shutdown. Bill Gates, this is also interesting. Bill Gates also, like him, is he's opposed hydroxychloroquine. He says that it's unproven. It's not a good treatment for Wuhan 19. And he, Bill Gates, continues to push for that prolonged economic shutdown until there's a vaccine. Roll with me on this, folks. So Bill Gates, oddly enough, has already started the process, the fiscal process, because at one time he was the wealthiest man on the planet, of getting a vaccine approved because he already had one somehow shortly after the outbreak began. So he's, Bill Gates is pretty confident that in 18 months we will have a vaccine. Okay, so I'm just going to throw this out there. So the guy, Bill Gates, who wants to sell the world a vaccine for this virus, has ties to the Wuhan lab where this, like, this, this virus likely originated. Those are questions that you better be asking. Do I have the direct answer, the definitive answers? No, I don't, but I'm smart enough to ask questions. So those are some facts you have to ask yourself, all right, so do the do what BZ has called for years, the logical extension. Where are we going? Why aren't more people asking questions? The statistics are changing. It seems like they're changing by the month, by the week. Sometimes they're changing by the day. 
it, it seems that in China, in that lab, they were experimenting on the coronavirus in that Wuhan, maybe both of those labs. It either got out by accident or on purpose, and they already have a vaccine. They're now waiting to get approved. So rather than this is how China operates, so they're not going to take responsibility and liability for the escape of this virus from their lab. The the effects of that, this is on a planetary scale. How would you calculate the destruction and the lives lost behind this? China is not going to do anything about that. They couldn't care less about you. They care about their citizens only. Even then, they don't really care about their citizens. Do you see potentially, folks, someone coming up with a vaccine? Look what I have here. And then they make a fortune off of it. Off not just China, not just off of Germany or Europe or the United States. They Someone who comes up with this. Let's say before people say, before Fauci says, we're not going to have a vaccine for 18 months. What if somebody comes up with a vaccine before 18 months? Then they start to sell it. Would you say that somebody could make a fortune off of this? Here's some more facts. You got got 8 billion people, willing consumers of it. Oh, hell yeah. Or unwilling if it's mandated. and, And especially, wouldn't you want one of those for your child? To make sure that your child doesn't have to face anything like that? And if you watched a loved one die, or you weren't able to see them die because they were in a rest home or a hospital and they passed away and you couldn't go see them, wouldn't you do your level best to make sure that anyone else around you doesn't go through that situation if they're friends, acquaintances, or family? And the answer is, hell yes, you would. So, the other thing, the the cloward... I'm sorry, go ahead. What about the after effects of an unproven vaccine? Uh, uh, Lestidomide, or what was it called? Thalidomide. I always screw up this. Thalidomide. Thalidomide was a drug given to pregnant women that people don't realize back in the late 50s, uh, early 60s, and thalidomide caused genetic defects. I remember thalidomide. Now, I just want to tell you, folks, Kaiser and I have not spoken before this. We both remember thalidomide. We have Billy an... Joe's song mentions it, children of thalidomide, and we went to school with people that were afflicted with this. Yes, and and that's the whole thing. Anyway, I'm, I'll run on, brother. I just I the vaccine thing. It like I said, it's willing and unwilling participants. You there was some foreshadowing to this when you had states mandating. That there was no longer a religious exception for your kids not to have their shots in school. And, you know, this herd immunization that they talk about where people get immunized by getting diseases. I'm sorry, I've eaten dirt when I was a kid. When I was in the military, I've fallen in some of the dankest swamps that anybody would <laughs> want to get into yep. and been covered by oil, literally oil. Um in the sand and filthy sandy areas in the near east and also in the far east so and, and over in europe some of the garbage i was exposed to and i'm still alive 
I'm we, still alive and kicking. We're older, though. We're from a generation that went through that stuff. And, and the stuff that was eradicated is is coming back now these days. People want to trust their government. I think inherently people want to trust their government. But the more that government proves itself untrustworthy, then you have people asking a lot of questions. Always ask questions. Always ask questions. We know China is not going to take liability for this. They're not going to take responsibility for this. Would you not expect, folks, Kaiser, anybody listening to me right now, live or in podcast, a global economic collapse, wouldn't that be the perfect scenario for globalists? The perfect scenario in order to enable what it is they've been pushing for quite some time? We're weak. Many people are looking for a solution. Help me save me. Look, I have this fine life preserver as I stand on the ship that's not sinking. You're out in the ocean. You could die. Now, I can either throw you this life preserver, and you might live, and you probably will live, or I can just keep it to myself and you can die. Globalism can be that life preserver, and it's meant to be that you know, you talk about New World Order. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So, collapse the global economy so that the government and the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, who gets to rebuild it? There's still, despite all of this, a push, a concerted push and effort at the time when this situation is proven that globalism is unsustainable. They're pushing for globalism. Hey, BZ, here's a fun fact. Notice right before this happened, and this is something, I, it just bounced in my head again, and it was something I wanted to bring up earlier. Okay. Trump had taken control pretty much of the Federal Reserve through an act, and I can't remember what act it was. People can look it up on their own. This is right before. And right before also, the deal, the trade deal that China was losing their ass on took effect, and China's economy was being hit hard. So whether it's accidental or purposeful, we both realized that it's, it was with malice of forethought they allowed the flights to leave. Okay? So that's, that's a fact. So it's still a bioweapon attack. And if the old adage, if I'm going to go down, you're all going down. Remember Barney Frank saying that? Going back to the pedophile thing now. Sure. Back during when his, when his boyfriend had the underage kids everybody in Congress was using those kids and at that time. And Barney Frank indignantly on C-SPAN, you can find it, folks, if you look it up. He, they're getting ready to censure him, maybe boot him out of Congress. And that little fairy gets up there and goes, if I go down, you're all going down. And guess what didn't happen? He didn't go down. And so this, I believe, is a push by the, inter, the, the IMF. And, and it's because China was about to collapse. And then China's like, well, we know how to handle this. And don't think these world players, World War II was funded. Uh, anyways, I don't want to get all into all the oh, stuff. This, but there's so many things that dovetail. Make money. There's so many things that dovetail. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you collapse the global economy so the World Bank, the IMF, can rebuild it. And, and wouldn't, I said this at the beginning of the show, wouldn't communist China... Um, I don't know if you folks ever listened to or, or Kaiser ever, if you ever listen to or have read the book by Gordon Chang. 
He's a Chinese dude that knows all about what's happening on the inside of China. Gordon Chang has said, foremost, you, foremost subject matter expert. Yeah. You can't trust the Chinese. They're one of the most xenophobic and racist countries on the planet. Communist China would, they would salivate to be able to buy up every bankrupt industry and business we've got. China already insinuated itself into Hollywood. Haven't you any, anybody noticed the past five years in terms of production at the beginning of many, many big blockbuster films? There are many Chinese production companies. They're buying the U.S. all over the place. Communist China would love to buy up as many bankrupt indus, industries and businesses as they possibly can. Because China is on the cusp. China is teetering. And Gordon Chang's book, The, Commun the Coming Collapse of China, or words to that effect, Senator, essentially says China is on the cusp. Either China will make a killing from what is happening right now, or they will be destroyed. I'm hoping for B. But do not think that China has the slightest concern for you and me. It doesn't have much of a concern for its own people. Also this, the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Health Organization. Oh yeah, that Director General Tedros, the Ethiopian guy that China put into and installed as Director General in 2017 because he was on the take. He is a Marxist. He is yeah, he a is. sympathizer with communist China which is how this asshole got installed. So the IMF and the World Health Organization, they are heavily involved in all of this. And they are both departments of what they would love to be considered a, a globalist government. Oh, stop. Let's bring in our additional person. Let's bring back Gil Bill Gates from the side, from the wings. Bill Gates is one of the biggest donors to the World Health Organization. Okay, so besides Wuhan yep. 19, Gates is also involved in all of this climate change propaganda. It needs, we need a crisis to usher in uh, another one world government, a one, as I call it, a one world barbecue where everyone loves each other. And selling a vaccine for a, a, a global pandemic would provide a whole bunch of necessary money to enable all of this, wouldn't it, folks? The and during economic um, downturns, depressions, major recessions, what always happens after that? It's a reset. It's a monetary reset when everybody's bankrupt, right? Yep. And you have a global war. Yep. And what do you see? Venezuela, one of their little Coast Guard... Ships tries to ram a um, um, a, a Dagon cruise ship that was designed, and it sank. The not the cruise ship, but the vehicle yeah. sank. Yeah, that was shot. And in they Florida. were like, "That's an act of." Yeah, that, but they were saying that's an act of war. So you have all these little things busting out that are non non events, but they're all happening in a confluence and a congruence that is kind of disturbing. If people are actually watching the news right now. And especially now you're starting to see protests in America saying, uh, stop the shutdown. We've had enough. And I've had enough. I've had because enough. Because this is absolutely ridiculous. 
It's ridiculous. I, I, I told we're adults. I, I told people, you know, and, and this is no slight. And I may have told you, but I told everybody on Tuesday night. Uh, Sean, the the one of the two owners of the SHR Media, lives right here in the studio. He had COVID nineteen. He had it for three weeks. And the doctors, he tested negative, by the way. I don't know if you heard that story, Kaiser. He tested negative for the Wuhan 19. But then he discovered that uh, 25% of the tests that he was given at the time that he took the test come back as a false negative. Then he discovered that they come back as a false negative 25 to 40% of the time. So he did, in fact, have COVID-19. I'm in the studio right now. I got tired of being away. I stayed away for three weeks plus. I decided to come back in the studio because I'm not going to stop living my life. These are a bunch of people in Michigan and elsewhere who are saying the cure is worse than the symptom. It's worse than the the disease. We're not having it for a disease that apparently has a a, a morbidity factor of one to two percent. And I am a poster child for everybody that ought to die. I came back into the studio because I'm not going to stay away. I'm not going to live my life like this. I'm not going to live my that's life right. like it's, this. That's right. I have Remember, I was in the National Guard my last eight years while I was going through school. And I have brothers that are still in. And yeah, they're old, but they're in high-ranking positions now. And here's the problem with this. I happen to know that they, they're not just mobilizing the guards. And this, this is something... I, Folks, you need to listen to. Well, that's why you need to be here. You need to listen to Kaiser. You need to listen to to me. You need to be free thinkers, folks. Ask questions. Kaiser asks questions. Yeah, and then people tell me. And I'm like, okay, so that's your own mission? No, it's also for civil unrest. Wait, why is there going to be civil unrest? Oh, wait, the government did this. Really? See, that's why I, I on my Facebook, and I, I'm pleading with him, and I have respect for Mike DeWine. He sent me a flag I still have that flew over the state house when he was state representative, and I've followed him through his entire career, and I respect the man. But the one thing he's doing right now, he's falling in line with them, and every day I am going to rail and rail and rail. Mike DeWine, open Ohio back up for business. It's destroying people's lives. Look, I'm set. You're set. We're all fine. We all have our own little struggles. But the problem is, what about our our future, our kids? My kid's set. This house he gets when he when I croak out and my wife croaks. And we're set in other ways. But the point is, everybody's not. We're destroying our flipping future. Now, Open it back up. You can't do it. Plus, plus, it's it's a it's a bilateral win-win, Kaiser, and everybody that's that's listening. This the the coronavirus, the CV nineteen Wuhan nineteen, is a perfect thing for communism. What does it do? It targets the weak and the elderly, who, yep. as Ezekiel Emanuel says, by the time you're seventy five or above, you are useless. So you need to be rid of. You are a drag, folks. The elderly, the infirm, the weak, you are a drag on socialist systems, okay? You are putting, put, you, are, you are extracting more than you're putting in now. And what it does, it leaves the big majority of young, virile people healthy and they're strong to continue on with labor and to produce because you're in your production years right now. 
Trump, however, interfered with all of this. He was pushing by hydroxychloroquine. Didn't anybody else ask besides me, and I'm sure you did too, Kaiser, why are the American media maggots pushing back on something that could potentially save lives? Why? Why are they pushing back on this? It's not treated. It's not. It needs to be tested. And it's killing people. Yeah, if you're stupid and you eat fish parasite killer and you die, uh, that's, you know, congratulations, you're a new winner of a, a Darwin Award. But Trump interfered with a bunch of plans because he was pushing hydroxychloroquine because now there are studies in individuals, doctors who are saying, you know what, this stuff has a, a fairly decent history of actually working. It's actually helping to save lives. It's actually helping to prevent hospitals from being overwhelmed. Hospitals being overwhelmed. Hospitals being overwhelmed. Does that sound familiar? Hey, what, wasn't, here's a funny one. Wasn't that, Kaiser, wasn't hospitals being overwhelmed? Wasn't that the reason given for the economic showdown or the economic shutdown? We have to shut down the economy to make sure that the, yep. the hospitals aren't overwhelmed. Yep. And, and the funniest part about it, that being used in prophylactic form to treat, this thing's been on the market since what, the 40s? Late I think 40s, so. 40, 40s or 50s. And Reliable. So it's tested. Yeah, it's tested for years and decades. We know the effects of it. I'll tell you one of the effects. When you take it long enough, it's almost like an acid trip. And I've never done acid, but people, you see tracers. You see little things. It's weird. But it doesn't matter. That's that's an ancillary thing. My point, my greater point is they're now saying they need studies. Well, you know why they need studies? Because it, it no longer, when I had to buy it in 05 from my pharmacist, uh, because, you know, I was a contractor. Everything I do, I have to pay for before I do it. When I bought this, I think it was $12.38, if memory serves, to okay. buy my jar of it, okay, my, my little pill bo bottle. Yeah, I know where you're going. And go ahead and go there. So guess what? Drug manufacturing companies, the patent's expired. It's being made just like Viagra now. It's no longer a $50 pill. You can go out and buy a Viagra if you want for fucking like six bucks. Huh. So it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what they're doing. Well, and it's all about wait the pharmaceutical wait. industry making coin. No, that can't be right, Kaiser. That, are you trying to say that they can't make a billion dollars on this? And that's one of the reasons that they were pushing back on a cheap and easy and reliable uh, prophylactic for this hydroxychloroquine because you can't make a billion dollars on yeah. something that has a proven history of solving a problem. Yeah, you'd be letting a crisis go to waste mm. if you just use something that's already on the market mm. there, BC. Mm. And then the worst of all possible things, President Trump is pushing for the economy to reopen during his, uh, today is Thursday, uh, still on the left coast. It's April 16th, so it's still Thursday. Today, Thursday, his uh, conference, his briefing was all about opening back the economy in steps and segments. So he's pushing, President Trump is pushing for the economy to open as soon as possible. And he is threatening to defund and has said he will defund the World Health Organization because it's been it's been essentially as use, useless as tits on a bore for promoting Chinese. This is Chinese propaganda. 
that all downplayed the virus so that China wouldn't have to take responsibility of anything. And they enabled it to spread globally. China infected the planet. Now, that yet, Tedros guy... blame us. Yeah, oh shit, yes. Now, Tedros, uh, two days ago, or three days ago, has said... That's the Director General of the World Health Organization, WHO. He threatened Trump and said that there will be, this is a quote, many body bags if Trump cut off their funding. We spent $500 million, uh, $500 million to the WHO. The WHO is funded to the tune of $4.1 or $4.2, $4.3 billion. Gates gives to him, too. Gates, in an interview... He has advocated for this long economic shutdown until, I remind you folks, until there's a vaccine, nobody can do anything. Nobody can go anywhere. we got to have a vaccine. Despite everything we know about what is truly the low mortality rate, except for some exposed groups of this virus for most people. I'm an exposed group. There's a guy that was, uh, you mentioned yourself, you mentioned your lungs. There's a guy who I've had on the show uh, three or four times who's an author, a real good, real good author, uh, Matthew Betley. He's a Marine. His lungs were scarred and hurt when he went back to the sandbox. He's concerned. He is very concerned because he also is compromised. His lungs are are compromised. He is immunocompromised, as I am. I'm an obese fuck. I am a cancer survivor and a bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to go into because of HIPAA laws right now. I'm the first to go. And I'm here in the studio. Huh. And yet this guy from WHO issues uh, a threat of a whole bunch of body bags if he cuts off their funding. So Gil, uh, Bill Gates... And- Bill Gates says that that we're discovering that all these millions will die. No, it's not going to be millions. Maybe a million will die. No, it's not going to be a million. Maybe hundreds of thousands will die. Well, no, probably not hundreds of thousands. They keep moving the stats down and down and down until we discover that the this really has a much lower mortality rate for most people. And yet we got to wait for the, the model- vaccine. The models keep shifting so much, yes. they're either playing with blocks or a fucking erector set. This does not make sense. And I'll tell you this. Here's another thing, and I love that you brought this up. He promises millions of body bags. Okay, cool. That means you're threatening war because, honestly, that is a threat of war. It, you you want to you tell the American people we're going to have millions of body bags from something that you lied, not you, BZ, but the who had the marxist little frick that little fuck um oh anyways lies and 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 denies for the chinese and even tries to propagate their propaganda and our media willingly it puts it out and says oh yeah the americans did this not the fucking chinese you know what fuck them Folks, you know what? Uh, that nation state is screwed. They don't give a shit about their people. They would mass slaughter them. It's what communists do every time. And don't think I'm leaving out the Antifa little faggots in this. Folks, Anyways, uh, it just put me on a tirade about communists because you know I know about communists. Oh, I do. I know for a fact. Folks, I'm not going to go to a break. We're going to go into overtime right now. I just want to let everybody know this. 
Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. And we're going to continue. I happen to be talking to Kaiser Schuff, who has his own show. And he's been here in the saloon many, 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 many times. And I'm going to continue on this until I just run out of information, essentially. And I'm going to continue on this path. Bill Gates wants an economic shutdown, despite the fact that we know that there is a low mortality rate that we are discovering day by day. So Dr. Anthony Fauci, it's got to be almost an if-then equation. He's either kind of daft and thinks that shutting down the global economy for a virus that has at last check anywhere from a 98 percent to a 99.3 percent survival rate and he wants to shut down this economy the united states for months and months until there is a possible perfect vaccine and apparently he thinks this is the best course of action so he either believes that or the if-then theory or he's got some kind of an alternative intent So what is that? So you have to ask the question, right? Has Anthony Fauci been purchased by the pharmaceutical companies? Has he been purchased by Bill Gates? These are the halls in which he walks. Has he been purchased by the vaccine industry? I'm speculating. I'm thinking. I'm asking questions and I'm just throwing it out there. So you almost have to conclude. And Dr. Burks. And and Burks. And Dr. Burks. I I don't think quite quite she has the massive role in this that he has and and the longest longest history, I think, that he has in all of this. So you got to ask yourself, again, continuous questions, is this guy kind of ignorant? Or is he just a medical geek? Or does he have some kind of a tertiary intent throughout all of this? The answer is there. We're not going to find out now, but we better damn well be making sure that we ask the, the questions. Because the Kaiser Schuff, the data keeps changing. And yep. it continues yep. to essentially show how the virus is becoming a lesser threat to most people. I say most people. And so Fauci either has to kind of uh, uh, he's he either has to adjust his strategy, and maybe today was indicative of him adjusting said strategy because he seems to be going on along a little bit more with some limitations of opening the economy back up. Or there's some kind of a, a conflict of interest someplace. Have you noticed with him? Have you noticed a major? Have you noticed the major states or at least city centers? Okay, are blue run. And that's where they have all the deaths, and and it's been put up on a couple different things, and I'm thinking this is correct. Somebody comes in, 60 years old, had heart problems for years, dies of a heart attack, oh, but they had symptoms or signs of COVID-19, which are so vague, anybody could have that, okay? A cough, whatever, Uh, high temperature, whatever. I'm sure having a heart attack, I haven't had one yet, but it'll probably happen one day. I'm sure my temperature would get a little elevated, and they don't do the test post-death. post, post death. They will not do a post-mortem test on that. No. 
and yet they're classifying all deaths now in these cities as COVID-19 or Wuhan-19, as I like to call it, because it came from Wuhan, China. Well, and yes. The entire point of this thing is that they're getting the death numbers up falsely. And I know you negate um, Burks a little bit, but I'll tell you this. Here's, here's something, just the basic psychological breakdown, and I'm not a psychologist, but Trump is a man. He's an alpha male. And he stated that two doctors came in. He was vague about it, but it was Burks and Fauci. Now, Fauci's small stature, and Trump would probably be pretty dismissive of him in the beginning. But Trump, you know, that, that old saying, pussy power, that the feminists used to always say back in the 70s for the ERA and all that stuff. Remember that stuff? Yep. It was so shocking back then. Um, Trump, you know, he, she's a good-looking woman for her age, and she's a little younger than him. And so you have somebody, both of them doctors, and then you have this nice dish coming in also. There might be a little bit of a psychology going on there when the two doctors come in and you have some pussy power with you that also can be so, oh, it's for the children. It's for, you see, how, and it's always for the fucking children, except this cure will fuck our children. Well, the and economic impact, if nothing about. else, the economic impact yes. of this will screw our children and their grandchildren. If, folks, you think this is, yep. uh, it's nothing but 2008 again. It's nothing but 2008, 2009. We'll be fine in six months. We're not going to be fine in six months. In the short amount of time that we've been here, we have disabled a good portion of the strongest economy on the planet. And even yep. with as, the airline industry, oh, so many industries have fallen or are going to fall upon this. Um, what you said earlier about deaths, there's an article that I'm looking at right now, which says 3,700 3, plus deaths in New York City have been attributed to coronavirus. But none of those were tested for coronavirus. Right, right. It's all vague nonsense. If you are skewing the statistics and cooking the books like this, what makes any logical thinking individual conclude that you haven't been doing that since the beginning of this? You and I both respect Hunter S. Thompson. I remember a speech he gave. People go back and look it up. You can find it. You can find it. He said, "What? this is in the 80s. You know, what? What are the kids of the future? My era, right? What do we have to look forward when sex is death? That was what he said, right? Now, think about it. It's no longer sex is death. That was marked at one community, the homosexual community, okay? And now they pretty much cured that. You can survive AIDS. It, okay, whatever, HIV. It doesn't matter to me. The greater point is now the air is death. A surface is death. I'm, I got uh, conjunctivitis from touching a surface probably at Kroger when I went shopping, and I rubbed my eye. That's oh, a, that, that I know how I got that. I used to get conjunctivitis at the main jail when I was working there at the drop of a hat to the point where, to this day, because of my severe bout of conjunctivitis, I used to wear contacts. I can't wear contacts anymore. 
my eyes have gotten better. Well, I just had, but I can't do that. This is the first. This is the first time I've ever had it, and and the point is that makes me laugh. I was like, wash your filthy fucking hands, <laughs> and honestly, honestly, just wash your damn hands. I do it, and the other thing that bashes me, the air is death. When you have a guy, and the videos are rampant, folks, go look them up. A guy running on the beach, an out-of-shape cop coming to run up and arrest him. He's all by himself on a beach running. What, the air miraculously is death? That was in New Jersey, I believe. Oh, uh, where the guy got know, arrested on the beach? No, that was in California. No, no, no. no. This was uh, this guy outran the police, so he, he actually got away. It was funny. It's a okay. comical one. Okay. The one in California, I remember, yeah. Uh, but uh, the other ones that, that I've heard of, a guy kayaking in the river, all alone kayaking, gets arrested in New York. Yeah. The river in New York. It's just, it's it's getting stupid. It's out of hand. It's it, out of hand. It's way out of hand. And that's embarrassing. When I see things like that as a cop of 41 years, that's embarrassing to me. It makes us all look stupid. There's the spirit of the law in the letter of the law. There's the intent. Fuck it, folks. Use some discretion. Use some common sense. I know you're frightened like it's hell ha- out of your administration, but don't be a dupe. It's it's helicopter parenting put at a government level. Yeah. This is why we have weak kids. I didn't helicopter parent my kid. My son could run and go do what the hell he wanted. And he'd be back by a certain time. And there came a point when he bucked the system and he said he knew everything. Get the fuck out of my house then. And then he came back when he found out Papa was right. And now he's a Marine. That's what you do. You let your kids fuck up. This helicopter parenting is the reason we have weak kids, for the most part. The ones that I have seen that had helicopter parents are all drug heads now. The other thing that I notice is now we're getting it on a macro level from our own fucking government. Stop it. Stop it. We are the people. We tell you to stop this. We pay you, not you, BZ, we pay the government, you, the government, and you exercise our will. You don't trample our rights because that becomes tyranny, and you lose any credibility or justification at that point so please president trump and mike dewine open up our economies let the cities do what they need to do because that's been where the major outbreaks are but let the country live and prosper that's the only way to get a real vaccine that gets tested instead of this rushed through poison that's going to be thimidomized whatever the word is, on steroids. Yeah, thalidomide. Folks, I'm going to have to wrap it up. It's I've been here for two hours and 15 minutes. It's 10... What the hell is it? Uh, it's 10.14, which means it's 1.14 on the East Coast, which means it's 1.14 a.m. where you are, Kaiser, right now. Um, so many things. I had 45 tabs open of individual stories and topics that I wanted to address tonight. It would shock no one that I got to three. But I'm going to wrap it up for tonight to say this. Ask questions. 
always ask questions. I say we're on a journey. Folks, we are on a journey. I think there are going to be some some good things that are going to come out of this. Will we ever go back exactly to the way we were? I honestly don't know. We're going to go back to a semblance of of what we were. I I think for a great deal of time, we're going to look, as as we looked at 9-11, before 9-11, after 9-11, I think we're going to look at this as... PC pre-coronavirus and AC after coronavirus. It's going to be that big a delineator in our national history and psyche of the planet, too. And I say China is either going to cut a fat hog on this shit or they're going to be mortally wounded. I hope they're destroyed This isn't just something they've done to their people. This is something they've done to the entire planet. And so what did I do tonight? All I did. What are the conclusions we can draw? Fauci is an icon in the medical world. He is far from stupid. He knows more. I am asking the questions we should all be asking, in particular the American media maggots, which are not. And you'll notice... They don't have the slightest amount of curiosity. Their curiosity is conspicuously absent on these topics. Unless, and here's a major point, maybe not the point, but a major point. They're only interested if anything deals directly or, or specifically with undermining or ruining President Donald John Trump, ensuring that he fails at the re-election in November, which is why during the course of this show from now till then, I will continue to talk about coronavirus, but I'm not going to stop talking about politics because politics are the things that motivated all of this right now. And it will be by politics that we will either survive or we will fail because the globalists win. And when people say, oh, the coronavirus is not about, oh, bullshit, it's all about politics. It is all about politics. It is using the death of thousands of people for a political gain. And if you're too stupid to recognize that, you don't need to be here listening to my show. Get the fuck out. It's as simple as that. A good portion of this has to do with undermining President Trump and making sure the globalists win, period, end of statement. I submit that a good portion of that is exactly what this is all about. This is an opportunity writ large. Cloward Piven. Huge. Big. Cloward Piven. Possibility for all of this. Kaiser, are you going to have another show soon, do you think? I'm hoping to, and I'm hoping to have you on it. So we'll see. Uh, It's it's time and date available. I'm open all the time. Thanks to this coronavirus, there was... A funny, uh, I was going to a certain country in Spain, going to go hang out in Ibiza, that's all I can say, and I got to a certain country, and uh, Spain had shut their borders to Americans. Imagine that. So I, I had a good three-day round-trip flight. Wow. Um, For nothing? But yeah, I, I, <laughs> but I, I took a picture. It was on, on Facebook when I returned, because you never, I never post photos, from Port Columbus. There were six people on a flight, and, I, you know, I was flying first class. I always do. And in Atlanta, when I got on, I get in, and uh, I think there was probably 12 feet separation from anybody around me in first class. 
So if in and in the back it was even worse going out. Coming in because the embassies were all panicking and sending the people home. This fact, I saw it. I had to fly coach, by the way, because, you know, it didn't matter what you had on, on your flight. They, it, just the way it bumped people around. And uh, because I wasn't planning on leaving at that time, even with an open-ended ticket, uh, the funny part was I had to sit and coach. It was packed. And there were families. American families with kids, those little germ magnets all around. You know, I hate kids anyway. And uh, so, and then, and then here's the funniest part. My phone was off the entire time I left. I came back, turned my phone on. I'm with my wife and uh, my phone bleeps. And it says, you have been to a country that's known to have coronavirus. You must segregate for 14 days. I did that. I followed. I complied. But guess what? I still live my life. And uh, that's what I'm trying to say, folks. This okay. is so much hype. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Somebody pinged your phone. Oh, it was the CDC. Yeah, CDC. It was a message from the CDC. I've still got it. It's saved. Okay, so folks, if you think this isn't happening, it's happening. They're using information from your phone. Yeah, that's that's how we know that's how we know how the flights from Wuhan went because of cell phone data. No, I've I've told everybody this stuff. That's why phones dump every time I move. I, and I just I just dumped it when I got back. You know, I but see, all they got from my data was somebody. They don't know who it is because I'm smart. I buy a phone, costs about forty bucks. I buy it and using cash, no ID, and then I buy the cards with cash, yeah. no ID. Your basic market. And so they just gave just a burner. Yeah, they gave a random. Yeah, they they gave a random phone, a text that said, "Hey, guess what? You've been to a country. All right, fine, prove it." I didn't have no passport stamps. I never left the fucking airport. So they need a dick. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, 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 this whole thing, if you think it's not about control, folks, oh, it's about fucking control. It's about power and control and money. But, but, yep. but it always is. Everything always is about power and control and money. That's right. And the only way to do it is you lubricate through it. You just let it flow and go right and do what you have to do. And don't let everybody know your business until after you've done your business. And then let them prove it. You know that. Cops don't go there to stop crime. They go there to find out what happened after the fact. Let Unle them investigate. Unless you're lucky. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you hunt. In any event. <laughs> yes, you do. In any event, that's it for the show. A programming note. Um, I will be back from now on, Tuesday and Thursday nights, just like normal. As I indicated at the beginning of the show, probably we won't see the Sackheads Against Tyranny show absent some kind of amazing revelation. We probably won't see the Sackheads Against Tyranny show on Wednesday night for the rest of the year, would be my guess. Clint is otherwise occupied. He's got a family. He's got a job. Um, 
this is not a priority for him. I get it. I understand. I'm an old, fat, retired dude, and I still have a fun time doing this. And let's say in, in worst case scenario, if something stupid happens and I, I get the bug from being in here, you know what? I went out doing what I love to do. And I like being here and I like talking to you, Kaiser, and I like talking to everybody else. And I'm not here to make an ass load of money. And I'm not here to make a, a mass, massive name for myself. If I do, if I can, that's fine. But I don't sell ads here. And I'm not making money off of this. However, that having been said, there is a programming note. People have been asking, especially Tuesday night, they were asking, folks said, BZ, because that's my name, BZ. Are, are Mike and Shannon coming back of the right way, the morning show here on SHR? And the answer is yes, they are. Mike Wright and Shannon Wright will be back with the right way morning show Monday through Friday, starting next Monday. This coming Monday, the 21st, they will be back. They said they're going to try to experiment with video, so they'll be back with audio on Spreaker, likely, shrmedia.com, and they might even be back with video. I'm going to contact them a little bit later. I'm going to see if I can start a social media program promoting them once again because people have gotten out of the habit of listening to him. And if you have never heard them, they have a great morning show, Shannon Wright and Mike Wright. Shannon and Mike in the morning. It's a great show. And also... Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday. I didn't have a guest tonight. Kaiser just happened to call in. Great, thanks. By the way, Kaiser, thank you very much for calling in, I have to say, sir. But Tuesday... Thank you, BZ. It was my privilege. um, This coming Tuesday night, I will have Jeremy Hansen from Unleashed Jeremy Hansen, uh, Unleashed Nation. I will have him back in the show, and he'll talk for maybe an hour. I'll ask him for an hour, and I don't know, maybe we get to do two hours or something like that, because I'm sure he may have an opinion or two about what's been happening recently. And then after that, it's up for grabs. I have not begun to schedule a whole bunch of people. I'd like to have Lonnie Poindexter back. I'd like to have Ken McClinton back. I'd like to have Ralph Chittums Sr. back. I'd like to have Ed Enos back. I'd like to have Matthew Betley back. I'd like to have Kurt Schlichter back. A whole host of people that I'd like to return to the show. I'm going to be starting to reschedule all of that stuff. And uh, God bless you. And the creek don't rise. Kaiser, thanks for being here tonight. Thank you, BZ. God bless. Be well. Be safe, folks. And uh, remember, everything you heard. Always look everything up and come to your own decision. Don't let the government make up your mind for you. Yep. Please. Absolutely. That's all I have to say, brother. All right. Bye. Thank you. That's it for me. Except there's one more thing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. That's right. Every age. All ages. All of you. Thanks for listening to the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show live and direct right here on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com. Conservative media. Done right. If you want to contact me, you can find me on Twitter at bzep, at bzep. Promotional consideration is by the Lockheed Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. Sure and Electro Voice Microphones, Arrakis Boards, and Pratt & Whitney Engines Thrust. You can trust. My tiaras are also by My Little Pony. Thanks to my personal KC-135 Kettle One refueling team with whom I will be consorting in less than an hour. 
Remember, BZ's axiom, there's no problem on the planet that can't be solved by either one vodka or two, a throat punch. Thanks to everybody who was listening today, listening live, listening in podcast. Thanks to Kaiser. Thanks for Mike calling in. Thanks to everybody for being in chat. I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time out of your busy day or night to be here. Have a great weekend. Things are going to change again. Guaranteed. I'll see you here. See you back next Tuesday. God bless. Take care. Everybody be safe. Everybody quiet down now and get some sleep. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Good night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy. Good night, children. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Elizabeth. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. What's going on? I was asleep. What's everybody doing? Good night, Good night Jim Bob. <laughs> good night. And good luck. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.